Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 339. I'm your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. Today's guest is the wonderful Melissa, who is the owner and creator behind IndiePop. It's a subscription-based health insurance, and I encourage you guys who are even remotely interested in something different for your health insurance, check this episode out. If you are interested in Melissa's IndiePop and you guys want to go check out their website, I always keep the links down below we always stay connected with every episode so if you want to go to our website fightingarizonapodcast.com we make it easy for you guys to also connect with us all of our episodes are under there and if you want to sign up for the newsletter or if you want to sign up for the uh or look at the vlog and the blog i always get those two mixed up but the b is there and the v is over at uh youtube so that being said i just want to say i i have been working hard and so has Brittany been working hard on everything behind the scenes uh it is incredible to see atlas grow up in this environment we are very excited to share it with you guys we have a new episode available for the vlog at youtube so i encourage you guys to go check it out that being said is my favorite part of this intro for every episode and every podcast is the community cork board i want you guys to send us local events to our email at finding arizona podcast at gmail.com and there i will just be reading off a couple of stuff but i just want to say there's a lot of things going on because of the holiday season so a lot of it is holiday based i hope that you guys don't mind uh friday november 25th is the holiday lights over at mccormick McCormick Steel Mill Railroad Park, which is a uh, little miniaturized steam engine that the kids can enjoy. And it's a very much a family event. I encourage you guys to go check it out. Friday, November 25th, 26th and 27th from 6 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. It's a wonderful event for the kiddies. Um, Zoo Lights. If you've ever been to the Zoo Lights or if you even heard of the Zoo Lights, encourage you guys to go check this out it's a wonderful family event it's taking place all throughout november uh they'll light it up beautifully at night and it's always between 5 30 and 10 30 over at the phoenix zoo we're going over now to say that every bit of this community corkboard is really to highlight some of the events that our previous guests have really tried to put out there and help them uh, keep continuing to put out new events. And one of the people that we would like to highlight from a previous episode is Sunshine Craft Co. She is so incredible and she puts on incredible events and her business is so wonderful. If you are looking to do just a studio tour, she has an open house taking place Saturday, November 26th uh, from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. And if you guys want to just check out her space and we'll see what she's got available, it's a wonderful spot that's close to where we live. And I hope that you guys go check it out. But inside Sunshine Craft Co., she puts on these wonderful crafting uh, events. One of them being the intro to loom weaving, if you've ever wanted to check that out, is taking place a Tuesday, November 29th from 5.30 to 8.30. You can sign up at her um, online at her sunshinecraftco.com and another event that's going to be taking place December 1st will be her painted holiday ornaments which is 6 p.m to 8 p.m and that is going to be painting a painting workshop and she's going to have some wonderful Arizona shapes and colors and uh, ornaments for you guys to color 
one of the last events I want to leave you with, if you want to do macrame, she does macrame as well. And that'll be taking place on December 3rd from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. All available events on her website at Sunshine Craft Co. That concludes our community corkboard. And I want to say thank you again for listening. We hope to see you on the next episode. And as always, kisses, hugs, and belly rubs. Catch you on the next one, guys. Hey guys, it's Jose. I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. Have you been like me, been outside every three months just doing your own pest control and you're frustrated, you had it up to here from your wife? Well, I got a place for you, happybeespestcontrol.com. They are the number one, first and only pollinator friendly pest control company in Arizona. And I wanna give you a chance to save $25 by going over to Happy Bees Pest Control slash finding az or just give them a call 602-529-8797 to get everything from pest control rodent control mosquitoes and bed bugs tell them finding az sent you and get your discount today this podcast episode is sponsored by the no global membership get into the room to network with other women you want and need to know Link to join the global membership is in the show notes. Claim your freebie today. Welcome back, everybody, to the Finding Arizona podcast. I'm your host, Jose. As always, we bring in very special guests, and today is no different. Ladies and gentlemen, I would love to introduce you to this wonderful CEO and founder of, I want to say it right, Indie Pop? Indie Pop, that's it. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Melissa. Melissa, welcome. Hello, everyone. Hey, uh, so one of the things that we always do here is just really get praise and give um, a ton of love to what you provide to us, because one of the things I always say is every CEO doesn't have to come on this show. And it's really a testament to our community and who we are as a group here and just uh, overall things that we love about our little community and just this podcast world. So thank you, first off, for coming on the show. And I will just now ask and go into the first question that we ask everyone, which is what happened during the pandemic for you and how have you come out and what have you discovered about yourself? Oh, wow. Wow. The, <laughs> the pan- well, I don't think for anyone, the pandemic was easy. Yes. Um, I, the number one thing, you know, was isolation and my family, my parents were older. Yeah. So I thank God for technology um, and and I have two little nieces. So we used a lot of for one month. I remember I didn't really see anyone, mm-hmm. um, but I can say then also from a business standpoint, what was very interesting was that, well, this was a strain on mental health and coping skills, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, it, it was it affected everyone in unique ways and. Mm-hmm. What I found was through also, you know, my company, Indie Pop, we were in healthcare, is yeah. a younger generation being very vocal of, hey, I need mental health. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I think did come out of the, the pandemic is the access to mental health and the voice of people that say, it's it's okay that I'm seeing someone or that I need some medication for a while to deal yeah. with stress. Mm-hmm. 
I, I I totally agree with you there. I mean, that's wonderful that you were able to like understand that and just appreciate that. I think one of the things that we take for granted, especially at a at a more youthful age in our time, is the um, ability to just ask for help and just uh, you know have that have the um, you know uh, strength and uh, courage to ask for that help. Right. And a lot of physical symptoms, headaches, trouble sleeping, a knot in your stomach can be stress and just understanding coping skills and speaking with someone, you know, once a month, whether that's virtually or in person, having that support system and understanding how your body ticks a little bit, how your mental and your physical all work together. Yeah. uh, Makes us a, you know, a happier society if we can address, address the stress. Absolutely, absolutely. Tagline: Address the stress. I love that. (laughs) That's definitely something to hold on for the future, at least. Yeah, but it's true. So the the pandemic was not easy on anyone. No, absolutely. And I think one of the things that we've learned here from our podcast is just kind of um, the thing that we've taken away, and and just been a new kind of motto for us here is as we've learned and uh, appreciated everyone's story and what the outcome has been. One of the the taglines that we've kind of Take, taken away from every CEO and founder and just kind of individual who's come through our doors is finding the silver lining in that hard time and and just really um, looking inward at oneself and what they what your business, who you are as a as a leader and a uh, person and what you want to do with your business and give to the community. I think those who looked inward during that time during um, that pause that we had. Mm-hmm. really I, i'm happy to say we're the ones who stayed afloat and the ones who came out of it you know better and resilient. i, I resilient. Yes. yes resilient yes resilient and so um i think it's just really wonderful that like we can at least appreciate and understand those stories and come out with um that tagline uh finding a silver lining through the dark times something while you you were saying that, like how to stay afloat or how to ride it. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing personally that I also have been practicing because I I run on a little bit of a perfectionism um, is letting go. And when something so major as a pandemic, which is really a lack of control, um, and we really do have a false sense of control in, in our lives. We can, yes, we have free choice and we can control what we're going to put in our mouth or, you know, are we going to go visit someone? Yeah. But ultimately some things in our life, we have to look at and say, can I control the situation or am I, how am I going to react to it? Yeah. And it is a choice of, um, you know, and it's perspective of looking at something and saying, I really can't control this, but how would I like to react to it? Yeah, absolutely. That mental fortitude to, you know, be able to say that to yourself again, you know, some of us have the uh, willingness and openness to want to look and and appreciate that. And some, I mean, again, it's just, I really have taken away and and really have um, appreciated those who come and tell us their story and just, you know, I, I just, I find this time unique just from the perspective of, you know, uh, coming out and being resilient and finding different ways to pivot. But I also find it very unique in the sense that like, this will probably never, well, I shouldn't say never happen again. This is probably one of those times where you, where the bounce back is something to, to really appreciate and take note of. 
that's that's where I'm gonna well, leave my. A, it is a muscle um, to be put or faced in in challenges or to become uncomfortable with a situation, mm-hmm. and to get through it. Yeah. or to actually experience it. The more that you can put yourself in and stretch yourself, the more resilient you're going to be. Absolutely. I, yeah. you know, I'm so glad that we had this conversation first. And, and I like to have this conversation, ask this just because it has affected everyone on every scale and every uh, uh, piece from uh, all the way up to those in the 1% all the way down, you know, it's just affected everyone and in between. And so, yeah, all the way around. And so one of the things that I love, like, that's the kind of question I love asking because we get these kind of conversations out of it. The next question is kind of our old question that we used to ask or kind of our previous first question that we asked is, can you give us a little bit of your origin story? I have my own research, so I know a little bit about you, but I would love for our um, audience to just kind of understand that. I mean, you're you're not really, I mean, okay. I always say there are those who were born in Arizona and then those who find a home in Arizona. And so you weren't, were you born here in Arizona? I I, I couldn't find that piece of information oh, well yeah i if i talk like this maybe you'll nice yeah uh, i kind of I, I was like i was hoping just based on <laughs> just what you where yeah, you, you lived i was like yeah i hope she got an accent <laughs> yeah my mom's from the bronx my dad's from brooklyn and they met yeah. in manhattan and uh so i was born in brooklyn um i have a lot of relatives in new jersey and connecticut and then in florida i guess it's the law that you end up from new york and florida i don't know. but um i left and i was raised in the midwest so mm-hmm. if you're from cincinnati from minneapolis um you know that's where i i pretty much was raised i yeah. did go to college at nyu so i went back to new york Uh, And then I made my way to Los Angeles. Um, I actually studied film and television. I have a huge passion for the arts. I'm I'm a painter. Um, So yes, I'm an entrepreneur, but I I mean, my soul is fed by, you know, the arts. And so, yeah, I lived in California and I've been in Arizona for 12 years now. I love that. That's, you know, that's one of those things, again, so I'll give you a little insight. I grew up uh, in Allentown, Pennsylvania. And so a little bit outside of Philly and then, you know, just a stone's throw away to New York. Um, And so that's where I spent a lot of my childhood. And then I moved out to the Indian reservation by the four corners, the Hopi reservation um, when I was in near uh, right after middle school for, with my family. And then I moved down to college for ASU and just never left. <laughs> the four corners, like the Utah, Colorado, the actual four corners. I have a picture of me standing in that spot. Oh, nice. Very, very cool. I love stand in the four corners. Yeah, it's, so it's wonderful. Who wants to take road trips, this is something that's kind of cool. So go see the Grand Canyon and then go to the four corners and take a picture. So Literally the four corners of four states. It's so much fun. And I just, again, I'm, I'm a very big advocate for exploring the state and exploring what it has to offer. Yes. I'm just, again, I, I grew up in a different part of the state. So I want people to go out and reach as far as they can. I was isolated and I felt like yeah. um, there was so much to offer. And yet, so, you know, I really want people to explore. And I think that that's an opportunity that if you can do it. Um, let me ask you this. I, I, I got off topic because we were yeah. just like <laughs> in the zone here. Let me ask you this. Your origin story of uh, uh, this business is very yeah. unique in the sense, well, 
you went out and explored, you went away from the corporate world and now you are, you know, in this independent zone and now you're looking for, are you, were you advent, like actively looking for insurance at the time or were you just kind of like passively, like, I don't know if I need it or not. No, I, I mean, your health is your number one. I don't know if anyone has ever gone through a health crisis mm-hmm. uh, and you are not functioning at a hundred percent, your world kind of stops you, you know, it's, it's a, it's a different outlook when there's something going on that you need to take care of. Yeah. So yes, I need it. So when you go out on your own, uh, here in the States, as we know, healthcare is tied to your company. You get your healthcare through your company. If not, and you're on your own, you have to find healthcare. Yeah. Um, and because you really can't transfer risk with anyone because you're a one person, it tends to be a little more expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's what I was finding is kind of sticker shock. I'm like, I I need a good plan. You know, I'm getting yeah. older. I don't want just a catastrophic plan for the what if. I want preventative care. I want my annual wellness. I want to be able to see my doctor. Yeah. And that started my search. And that started also my frustration that I felt like my options were really limited. Mm-hmm. I Yeah. They're very I, expensive. It's one of those situations where you're just like, you're thinking to yourself, oh yeah, I, I should be okay. Like I should, you know, this kind of new program where you can go in and, and shop yourself and it's, there should be something for me. There should be this obvious thing that like for independent workers who are on their own working from home or something. And you just like, you're looking and it's just this one, this smack in the face as soon as you, realize of like oh man what was the first shot like i guess what was the first <laughs> indication of like i need something different like i need to just go out on my own yeah so the 500 and up monthly so mm-hmm. that was one but the high deductible was two which was five to eight thousand mm-hmm. dollars and for those in the community that aren't aware what a deductible is is that let's say i had to have an emergency surgery like an appendix removal, which usually is not planned, mm-hmm. I would have to reach my deductible before the insurance would pay the rest. So I would owe $8,000 for that surgery. Yes. Then the third strike that I was like, wait a second, even if I go on these plans, my doctors aren't in these networks. Mm-hmm. And so where's the continu- continuity of care there? So it was like, boom, yeah. boom, boom. And then I said, okay, there's gotta be something out here, which is more about putting me and my and my needs first, healthcare first, and not just having an insurance plan to have an insurance plan, but actually healthcare, not yeah. just insurance. Yeah. I love that. And yeah. can you give me a little bit of insight of like from that period on, were you yourself like in the scope, like, I guess, was there kind of intent on, on, look, I got to get something out here for people like me. I need to start looking and doing my own research while at the same time finding insurance for myself. Well, it was, it was, it was a personal pain point and mm-hmm. then realizing I'm not alone and mm-hmm. not, not by a little, but by millions of people yeah. uh, because I have friends that are freelancing. I, I have a lot of friends. We know the great resignation. They're leaving jobs. They're, they're going off onto their own. They're being their own boss. Yeah. Then you've got the small business or the solopreneurs. Um, there's a lot in this population. I'm going to tell you 60 million. Mm-hmm. So it's a third of the workforce that we're kind of like on our own. And that's why I named the company independent population because we're all these independents of a population of self-employed that basically function differently than if we worked for a company. Yeah, absolutely. I think you, one of the things that you um, 
really what I found most, can, you know, what I pinpointed as my like bond with you is just kind of like where the scope of like your doctors and just kind of like keeping the, you know, like I think I was doing some research and, and you were saying as you're driving off in the ambulance, you're not looking at your phone to see if the oh, anesthesiologist, anesthesiologist is, is, is on call is in your network and stuff like that. I was like, you're absolutely right. Like, why would I want to even work? Like, my mind doesn't work like that if you're in pain or if you're in an emergency. When you are in a life-threatening situation or you're in that much pain, the last thing that you're doing is checking networks yeah. to see. And then even if you do have, you know, coverage and you're in the hospital, they have so many different doctors that are checking on you that are different networks that come in. Yeah. And you don't know until you get a super bill and you're looking through it and going, oh, Dr. Smith was not in my network when he did his on-call or my anesthesiologist who yeah. you know, helped me with my surgery was not in my network. And so then you have a claim that you have to fight. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it does, it makes healthcare so frustrating to us that are just like, I want to get well. I just want to yeah. get well. All I want to worry about is that. Yeah. And I think that's, uh, I think that's empathized and, and, and very much appreciated from all of your customers who are now yes. like a part of your your story and i would really love because at the end of this kind of uh i think it was a video that i was watching is that yeah. you were um speaking about it and you never really got into it so i wanted to give you that platform to speak mm -hmm. about some of more the incredible stories of some of your customers and just give us maybe just one insight of in a story that you find yeah. most personally yeah. you know touching to you Oh, there's a, there's a few, but I'll tell you one that, that keeps sticking out in my head sure, is yeah. a father. Uh, this was a referral from somebody that knew about Indie Pop. And this, this person is a father in Ohio um, who has a daughter that needed um, a therapist. Um, mm -hmm. And she's, she's young, she's under 16. And in Ohio, what he communicated to me was that there's a therapist shortage. And even mm -hmm. with his insurance, there was a six month wait for his daughter to get uh, connected to a therapist. Now, when somebody is in mental anguish, uh, which can manifest in many different ways from depression to self-harming to uh, anxiety, this is not something that you can wait six months. Yeah. And I immediately, when I had this conversation with him, it touched me so much that I spent, you know, a, a good part of the day talking to the indie pop plants that I already had to make sure, Hey, we have a minor here. What would it be like if they they joined the plan? Can we get her the help that she needed? And I'm happy to say that through a plan, believe it or not, because I'm still in shock, it's a $35 a month plan. Wow. She is getting virtual mental health. And she, I heard from the father within two weeks, she was able to see a therapist virtually, which was very comfortable for her. She really liked it. She didn't have to wait the six months and she felt cared for. Now that's not going to be long-term therapy, but that is something that is going to really help the situation as they're looking for a therapist or it can help lead them to another type of, of therapist. So yeah. that also has primary care. They also have medical advocacy um, included in the $35 and it's for the entire family and it works in all 50 states. Beautiful. I love it. That I mean, can be used with insurance, any insurance. Think about that. So I mean, I, I was, it. I was like blown away. Yeah. Even me who started the company, I still get blown away. 
As you can see, yes, this is yes, my, my wife, Brittany. <laughs> You're trying to make yourself small and it's like... <laughs> she can't hear you, but she, she's, oh, okay, that's okay. she's, that's she's okay. passing by. She's going to yeah, be um, coming in and she's actually um, my producer too. And so she's the one communicating for me half the time. But okay. one of yeah. the things that like she, she and I share passion about is, again, we have just started a family. So we have a 20 month old here. And the thing yeah. that we care about most is just his overall health, whether right. that is his teeth, his, um, you know, just going to the pediatrician and things like that. I mean, we, we try our best also yeah. to make, make sure that his mental is also like, you know, keeping him in a happy house and keeping him his regiment oriented in the sense that he's being educated, he's being loved. He, you know, all of these things are, I think overall, just a happy and loving family. And, you know, we go on walks together and this kid is just, I want to keep that mental, you know, happiness and joy. And I know it won't be perfect. I know his life will make turns and, and go up and down, but if I can do what I can as a father to allow him that uh, opportunity, mm -hmm. then I, I, you know, I want to keep that as part of it. So that is just something that we kind of share as parents yeah. and uh, as an important aspect, but I would like to get into, um, you know, this conversation of, um, you know, something different and being not the, not the typical health insurance, but why someone, you know, let's say me, who is a you know new parent, why someone would either add this into, you know, uh, or have this as a different route for healthcare? So what IndyPOP is, so it stands for independent population, all the people that are basically self-employed. Yeah. Uh, you have your traditional insurance, which is premiums and deductibles. And then you have all these other types of healthcare plans that are not mainstream. Mm -hmm. And typically these are going to be membership, subscription, um, direct primary care plans. Yeah. They're hard to know which ones are good, like which ones we can trust. That's where Indie Pop comes in. We, okay. We're not an algorithm. We hand-selected and curated three major medical and hospitalization plans, a, a dental and vision plan that you can add to insurance or do it on your own. Um, and we're just launching a new pharmaceutical program that locks in your generic cost for $0 for the year. Um, it's like a $15 membership. So this is amazing. If you have a family with like three generic drugs, you're going to be paying, you know, $20 a month and it's delivered to you quarterly. So if the price of your drug ever changes, you know, it's locked in, but it really yeah, I'm very excited about that because medication can be a pain in the absolutely. In the butt. But I want to go love, back. Yes. Oh, sorry. No, no. I was just I was like, I love you know the way you explain this because again, I I just yeah. it's an overall question of like I would love to understand it a little bit more. But again, I think it's really wonderful the way you put it. It's just like if you have a broad range of this you know type of drug, it's important. You know, this pre prescriptions for those who are in that in that state. Yes, you know, and it, it works over the age of 65. So this, this can be, you know, used in all 50 States, but yeah. if you have a family that's bundling prescriptions, this is a really great way. Um, and also then if you need to go to urgent care, you have a sinus infection, they give you amoxicillin that's included for zero as well. So just, it helps it, you know, for, for things like that, but uh, pain, another pain point and you being a newly, uh, a, you know, uh, under two years being a dad, um, it's something that I learned when I launched this business was a lot of healthcare plans or insurance do not have maternity included in their plan. 
I didn't know. I'm, I'm unfortunately not a mom. So I never went through that. But I've had members tell me, oh, yeah, I have I had to get off my insurance because they don't offer maternity or pre or postnatal care. Yeah. So um, I know for, you know, through my friends who have had babies that the average deductible is usually between five to ten thousand to have a baby. Am I on track there? Is yes, that absolutely. You're right. You are right on track. Actually, so If you are considering growing your family, talking to your whole audience and your insurance is does not have maternity. All three of our indie pop plans, you can have a baby under three thousand dollars. I that's that's pre and postnatal care. All three of the healthcare plans. Melissa, so you're you're doing my- God's work. You mean on, <laughs> in all honesty, that's that. Uh, I mean, you have really hit mm-hmm. a pinpoint here, especially with me and being a parent and, and things like that. I've met, um, you know. I've had coworkers who've had wives who are also just like nurses and they, they're at multiple kids. You're at the point where, you know, you're just like, I just need to get in and out. Like, that's all I, you know, we know how to, yeah. you know, after kid number two, we're not about like, you know, we need to go in and out because we have the other two to worry about like third kid, you know? And so that to me spoke of like, Oh, so you're pay- like, to me, I was like, I'm staying as long as the doctor tells me to stay. Mm-hmm. But it's like for these other parents who are, mm-hmm. you know, having to worry about not only diapers for one, but for three, it's like, okay, no, we need to, you know, be aware of like how much, you know, time we're spending at the doctor. We need to know, you know, we need right. to be very cautious about, you know, things that go in and out or, you know, we need to be very cautious about our financial. So it's like, yeah, I, it didn't cross me because he mentioned he was on, well, I, he was going on his fifth and yeah, he's like, I, my wife, we, we already have a plan. It's just, you know, we're going to go and it's going to be two to 3000 and we're getting out. And I was like, Whoa, it's like, you already have this plan planned out and it sounds great. And he's like, yeah, but it's, you know, this is our fifth. And so that's kind of like where, the kind yeah. of standpoint was is like oh man so i you know just being the overall com- conversation of where we were having is just like oh yeah this is also kind of like a portion of the world who are not only at one kid but at like multiple kids and really yeah. want to be you know crucial about uh, their financials so there's two two things i'd like to bring up with families number one you guys probably short on time right because you're juggling a lot of things Number two, a lot of things happen in the middle of the night with their little one walks in throwing up constantly or having a rash or whatever. What the pandemic did do was push virtual care into the public where now more and more people are comfortable doing a doctor's visit like this or on the phone. Uh, Like 1500 conditions can be diagnosed. Of course, yes, sometimes it is vital that a doctor see or touch you or examine and do testing. But there are a lot of things that can be done literally by just discussing. Um, And that is something where that's, that's great. A lot of pediatricians will take calls in the middle of the night, but if you don't have that doctor, all of the indie pop plans have 24 seven on demand care. And that is included for $0. So a lot of times that helps cut the cost, the the saving time for the waiting room. I know if you have five kids, you're schlepping maybe all five to, because they can't find a sitter Mm -hmm. um, and the other parents not around. So if you can think about that, um, that that's very valuable. It's included in the plan. And then one of my plans also has unlimited pediatric visits. Awesome. So that's another that's another perk. Um, we realized that you know virtual and in person should go should go hand in hand. Yeah. So you really, I mean, again, I have to give you kudos because it's like again, you you had mentioned you're not 
a mom. So you're not looking for, I mean, it doesn't dawn on you and you're, you know, it's like, but again, you have that. And I mean, again, kudos to you to like cover this amount of yes, every world. <laughs> that indie pop makes is based on the conversations we're having with this population and their needs it's not what melissa wants it's oh wow you know you know the the 27 year old males are really asking for mental health am i doing enough do my plans do enough mm -hmm. so yes in the future i am looking to add a standalone mental health product um i'm always looking to see how can we fill more of the pain points for the self-employed population regarding yeah. their health mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I, I want to pivot a little bit more um, to you personally, just to get to, um, I mean, we have understanding of your business, but I would love to understand kind of your overall week and just kind of like, what are the things that you keep in, like, what's a breakdown, like your typical Monday for you? <laughs> I think people would be so overwhelmed if they actually heard what a founder or especially a founder of a startup's weeks are like. I just came back from Austin. Um, I'm part of something called Capital Factory, which I, oh, I just wow. love this group. They're a great community of, of entrepreneurs. Um, and I was talking to a founder who's like, I work 70 to 100 hours a week and you know, I work till two in the morning. And not everyone is going to be the work till, you know, the wee hours and sleep for four hours. Not every entrepreneur is going to be, I'm up at the crack of dawn, but I go to bed at eight. Everyone has their own pacing yeah. and their own way of doing things. It is a grind, but I find that especially um, also since the pandemic, we have more people working from home. I find that people that, that either work for themselves or are working remotely work harder. Yes. For whatever reason, they're still checking email at night or they're, they wake up and go straight to the computer before even having their coffee. So it's very interesting. So I'm not going to yeah. go into the daily, like minute by minute. Because, oh, no, 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 no. I would uh, love to like, just like. Crazy. But um, something that I'm really exploring right now is uh, more and, and more partnerships of companies that do serve uh, the 1099 contractors and the companies that aren't able to have all of their talent on their insurance carrier because Indie Pop is a great um, place to land, especially if people need to go on Cobra because we know layoffs are happening in the last you know six months to a year. Not everyone, and I hear this. I I was just offered my Cobra, Melissa. I can't afford it. What do you guys have? Or you know, how does this compare to a Cobra plan? So that's another. Um, where I would like to talk to larger companies and and have Indie Pop on their radar. They don't need to switch everything over. It's just something that helps fill the gaps for their talent pool of on and off boarding. I love yeah. that. I love, and again, yeah. that is another opportunity for business owners of all sorts to really appreciate and understand that you can can um, offer something yeah. over nothing. That's what I, I mean. I think that that's something uh, you know that a lot of what we're starting to see. Um, ask for from the younger working um, crowd is is more you know uh, health insurance and and like you said the mental health aspect and and right. uh, and that part of it and being a part of even a newly found well just a new member of a company and so something to offer is like something like that and I think it's really well established and and I. It's just, I think having something like this is really important for all business types. And so, again, if I could 
have my yes. little air horn and, <laughs> and post you up for everything I would. And so let me just, again, I love one last personal question is, is there anything, because we did talk about mental health that you like to keep in your week, whether that's meditation, going on walks or exercising that mm. you love to just keep a part of your repertoire? So I, I push myself pretty hard. I think most entrepreneurs do. I'm not an exception. And what I learned, I took this program uh, called Exos. Mm -hmm. It was a six, six week course with eight other uh, people, not all entrepreneurs, but we met monthly and we had these exercises to do. Okay. Um, and it wasn't until week six, which was called the exercise of grit. And I thought grit meant picking yourself up when you're down and getting right back up and getting in. But grit actually means how you recover. Yeah. And athletes do this with their off season, but I don't think entrepreneurs ever have an off season. And mm -hmm. so you can't keep going on and on and on without the, the likelihood that there will be burnout. So mm -hmm. how do you avoid burnout? For me, um, I don't do back to back meetings. I was literally, you know, just scheduling zoom after zoom or meeting after meeting. So after an hour and a half to two hours, there are, um, scheduled 20 minute breaks. And in those right. breaks, I either, I have an Italian greyhound. So if anyone out there has Italian greyhounds, please ping me because it's, that's it's my third one. Her name's Sadie. She's a puppy. Um, so we'll go for a walk. We'll play. I'll eat something really great. I might do some yoga moves. I might just sit there and zone out for a little bit and just kind mm -hmm. of, you know, there's a lot of thoughts that go in. Um, and sometimes you just need the silence and a moment to just sit still. Yep. And that has helped me from being exhausted at the end of the night where I'm just like, I can't even do the dishes. I'm so tired to, okay, I have stamina. I have energy. It's the mental and physical break from walking away from your business. And that's something that I've built into my day. So I hope that helps anybody listening that pushes themselves like I do. Yeah. And it's okay to recover and it's okay to walk away and it's okay to take a day off and have some, you know, to recoup. It is, it, mm -hmm. it's actually essential. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And again, I, if I can reiterate that to even first time parents, it's like, if I yeah. can suggest like walking away from the four walls that you call a home and going for a walk and with your, even with your little one, it's just to walk away and to put your brain in a different state. And the walking aspect where whether you go down the street or, you know, on a park ride, it's nature at its best. It's listening to the sounds and the being in, in the environment that allows yeah. for your brain to just switch over. And then when you come back, no matter, I usually like to suggest like five minutes, but it's like that five minutes is just your brain going somewhere else. And then you can come back and it's like a reset almost. It is. It's staying present and it's connecting. So mm -hmm. yeah, I agree. I agree. Awesome. Thank you yeah. again, Melissa. I really do appreciate this. This is something important to us. And um, again, we're reaching towards the end. So we'll give you a little bit to promote yourself. But my final question is give us some goals, maybe one thing for you personally, for the business, uh, just to allow our audience to maybe help you uh, achieve that. Oh, I'm always looking to connect with uh, individuals, families, and small teams. Um, you know, if you're thinking that you can't afford it, or hey, I don't even know if I have a good plan right now. Can you take a look at it? They're yeah. they're welcome to um, email us at hello at indiepop.co. Um, 
And, you know, we're entering in the, into the time of open enrollment. So this is where people really start to think about healthcare. Yeah. Um, but, but that's really it. IndiePop is here to make an impact in the healthcare system as healthcare as it's meant to be, where we're putting you first and making it affordable and accessible. Awesome. Um, yeah. Now is your time to promote and let us know where they can find you online, uh, any social medias, any events that you have coming up that you want to promote. Uh, go right ahead. The floor is yours. Oh, well, www.indiepop.co. It's I-N-D-I-P-O-P.co. And you can find a lot of information through our website. And we give FAQs. You can actually enroll through a plant. Nice. Right then and there, it's three minutes. Like You can enroll. You'll get a welcome email from the actual healthcare company. And then you'll get helpful tips from IndiePop. And we stay with you. We don't charge any anything extra to have our hand to hold as an extra resource. Um, and we really call ourselves health guides because if one of our plans isn't, it uh, doesn't make sense for you at this time, we will let you know. Awesome. So yeah, tons of social media. The Indie Pop, I think is the Twitter and the Indie Pop is uh, for Instagram. We're on Facebook, um, TikTok. I keep going on and off of it. Sorry. I, I, I'm like, um, can't I, I, it's true i'm like i'm probably I get it. going back on i'm probably going back to explain a lovely it. relationship with tiktok but I, I think other people will understand so um but yes um what else can i tell you uh, any events coming up um we you know stay tuned on my website i might be hosting some webinars so okay. that uh maybe a, a a team um you know five to ten employees can all come on a webinar. We can all talk about healthcare together instead of just like one office manager and then trying to explain it. Um, or if you have a large company and you're interested in adding more value and you want to have some people come on. So there might be some webinars coming up. I love it. Yeah. I think wow. that's, I think that's it. Thank you, Melissa. You've made yeah. this very easy and very fun <laughs> and very just informative. Yeah. So before we go, we do yeah. have a last bit for myself here. Ladies and gentlemen, you can hear every episode of our podcast at FightingArizonaPodcast.com. We make it easy for you guys to connect with us. So all social media is under Fighting Arizona Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Last but not least, if you want to become a super fan, there's a place for you to go do so. Patreon.com slash Fighting Arizona Podcast. And with that, we always say at the end of our every episode is kisses, hugs, and bells rubs to our four-legged friends and we will catch you all on the next episode good night y'all